The following talk was recorded at Label the Planet 2021 Empowering Users, the annual conference on current issues in ethics, social justice and technology from the Free Software Foundation. Label the Planet is a live conference and speakers often use slides and other visual tools to assist their presentation. You can see the videos of these talks at media.libreplanet.org or on the FSF Peertube channel. Label Planet speakers do not represent the mission of the Free Software Foundation. We host speakers talking about their use of free software in different kinds of political and commercial work. The FSF supports their freedom, but does not take positions on any political issues other than those necessary to uphold the principles of free software. Like all the FSF's work on behalf of the grievance of all computer users, Nemo Planet is made possible by thousands of individuals. To keep our work going, please consider becoming an associate member via my.fsf.org join or making a donation at my.fsf.org donate. You can stay informed by subscribing to our newsletter, The Free Software Supporter, at fsf.org fss and for more information on LibrePlanet, you can visit libreplanet.org conference. Okay, welcome everyone. This is the room Neptune, and this talk is titled Freeing Networks Where We Need Freedom Most, and will be presented by Turkish free software activists Alper Atmaza and Ozgan Oz. Alper is a hacker, a lawyer, an online privacy activist, an encryption enthusiast, and a member of Hackerspace Istanbul. Ozjan is the president of Turkish Free Software Association and the founder of Hackerspace Istanbul and is a publisher, a journalist, and a free software camp instructor teaching GNU Linux system administration. In this presentation, Alper and Ozjan will discuss how corporations and governments are attempting to restrict the flow of information over the internet and how Turkish and German activists are trying to build free computer networks in order to bring power back to the people. And we'll be having a Q&A session at the end of, uh, in the last five minutes. So be sure to post your questions in the IRC chat and I'll make sure that I ask them to our guest speakers. And it's over to you now, Alpo. Okay, thank you very much for this. And uh, well, uh, we are really glad to come back again the next year uh, after yeah, the yeah. terrible happenings uh, happening last year. And Ozan and I are going to just present this. And my name is Alp. So uh, if anybody wants to know who Alper and who is Ozan, and yeah, yeah, Alper is the one uh, who present on the FSF. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so. Uh, Okay, uh, our presentation is actually quite simple. Uh, we are trying to build a mesh network who uh, uh, is governed by people uh, who are actually using them. And we are trying to do that in a really, really uh, somewhat hostile environment. So perhaps we should start. And... Yeah, let's begin. Um, if, is there anyone who don't know uh, where is the Turkey? Uh, we have an introduction uh, from our <laughs> last year's side, actually. Yeah, we just copied. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Turkey uh, is a transcontinental country uh, between Asia and Europe. Uh, you can see uh, its location on this map uh, from Wikipedia. And um, we 
have uh, some neighbors uh, as the European Union, uh, the Greece and Bulgaria, but uh, the Syria, Iraq, uh, Iran, uh, and uh, Azerbaijan, Armenia, Georgia, Georgia uh, like, so uh, we are a bridge between cultures, as you see. Uh, the largest city uh, of Turkey is Istanbul. It's uh, one of the biggest cities in uh, the world. Uh, the 15th, I guess. I'm not sure about that, but uh, it's not the capital. The capital is uh, Ankara. Uh, actually, we thought that uh, giving just some brief introduction in this slide, but uh, there is some news in Turkey today. Um, so we, we have to uh, talk about this uh, in a few sentences. Um, today um, is a dark day for Turkey, actually, because uh, we have uh, so many uh, bad news today. Uh, Turkey has left the Istanbul Convention, uh, the European Council Con Convention, uh, against um, what? I, I don't know the English version. Yeah, yeah, the uh, violence to women. Um, Turkey left. Uh, this convention today, um, and also uh, Twitter. Twitter. Uh, there is a Twitter issue. Um, the Turkish government uh, forced the social media providers, who has more than uh, one hundred thousand users, to um, set an office and um, a person in Turkey uh, for legal contact. And uh, so many um, social media providers still today uh, has accepted it, uh, except Twitter. And uh, uh, at the first, Twitter said uh, they will not uh, do this uh, enforcement by Turkey, but today uh, they said they accepted it. So uh, it's a dark day for. Uh, Turkey, especially uh, for Turkish internet, probably. So uh, this presentation uh, has so much meaning for now. Um, okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, let's that's continue. Let's, let's talk about who we are. Actually, uh, we didn't plan who's going to talk what, but uh, we are a group of people who are uh, get around a, a common culture, actually. And uh, I'm introduced as a hacker, but uh, it's actually my second nature. As a profession, I'm a lawyer, and uh, Özcan is a linguistic, a publisher, what else? Yeah, some, as uh, soup. <laughs> yeah. As Free Software, uh, Free Software uh, Association in Turkey, we have uh, a lot of people uh, coming from different grounds, and we are uh, aiming to just actually bridge all that, uh, well, different uh, views and backgrounds into the... Um, into the uh, software freedom struggle, actually. So, and um, uh, that's what actually makes us unique because, well, most of the time, people who actually came across with Free Software Association in Turkey, they accept us to be uh, uh, programmers, network managers, uh, I don't know what else you can think about as an, an IT job. And they are quite surprised that actually uh, a minority of us actually probably uh, working in th those areas. Mm -hmm. and, I can maybe collaborate more. Uh, 
Yeah, um, of course, but there is some um, hobbies. I can probably say that uh, get us together. Like um, we are, uh, some of us are uh, amateur radio enthusiasts, like um, ham radio uh, operators. And uh, some of us are uh, <laughs> like the smell of solar when they were That's me, that's me. <laughs> I, 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 I confess I was the one who was smelling solar. Yeah, like, um, to, to, uh, in briefly, uh, to uh, people who uh, were interested in uh, this uh, electronics or uh, computing hobby uh, in their childhood, uh, in other words, uh, and uh, some of us just use computers uh, in life, but uh, for their working fields, uh, they need to know and work for free software. Like we have journalists and uh, kind of, and uh, yeah, the, <laughs> the message from them. Uh, the, that picture is actually from uh, our greetings to uh, FSF 35 uh, event, actually, uh, for the anniversary of uh, Free Software Foundation. And uh, we encoded a secret message at the end of our greeting. And uh, we were thinking that nobody decoded that until this moment. And uh, Ian told us that at least one person has decoded that message. And uh, that message encoded into this, actually. And uh, we're actually quite surprised that not more many people just managed to just yeah, see that. Yeah. And if you are wondering what it is, uh, you can go check it out and maybe try to decode it. And we would be you know, glad to have some other people to see that <laughs> message too. It's quite cool, by the way. Just you just just decode the sound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as it, it's SSTV. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And um, so. Actually, the problem is actually, uh, since we are going to talk about networks, uh, Wi-Fi, RF, and everything, uh, we also uh, think that it's a good idea that uh, we make sure that who we are not, actually. So the project that we are undertaking is uh, actually none of our profession at any cross. Maybe uh, yeah, yeah, we know well. a little bit networking, I know a little bit RF, some other people know how to wire things, and well, we just get these things around. So uh, there might be a lot of things wrong that we are doing, but uh, well, uh, by the uh, end of the uh, presentation, you will see that our restrictions quite heavily just uh, stopping us from reaching other resources. And so, uh, as we put it, we, we are not uh, the ones perhaps should be doing this. So, yeah. Oh. Uh, um, yeah, the, in Turkey, uh, around the hacker communities like um, the hackerspace and uh, other uh, free software enthusiasts, etc. Um, mesh networking is uh, always uh, an urban myth. It, it's, it's the real uh, definition, I guess, because everybody uh, thinks that it can possible and um, everybody wants to make it. Uh, mesh networking is everybody's dream, but uh, nobody had uh, even take a step for it uh, till now, because <laughs> everybody says like, uh, okay, we we can do it, but maybe later, kind of like that. Most of them, they are actually, you know, uh, how can I express this? But they're 
spreading ideas like you know just uh, you, we can use wi-fi microwave we can just you know wire things around wi-fi routers or special hardware antennas and everything and then uh, end of the circle that like the circle that we had in the uh, the first day of uh, hackerspace yeah. opening and all right there's a huge uh, energy over there everybody wants that everybody has some idea okay let's do that and you come up with nobody actually, yeah the, the problem end. is everybody wants that but everybody wants somebody else to do this mesh network uh, and you in exhibit a uh, you you see the first very first node of uh, Freifunk Istanbul like uh, in the name of Laika uh, the Soviet space dog yeah but there's a reason for this because well uh, since uh, we are going to uh, Put through our process uh, during this uh, during the uh, presentation it's a lot of work and the problem is that the people who are going to start it actually going to uh, put uh, uh, extraordinary more uh, work into it because well you are going to build a lot of nodes and they have to see each other and they have to be perfectly aligned and uh, perhaps it's just getting easier afterwards so nobody wants to do take the heavy load perhaps i don't know yeah, and so oh, yeah, well, okay, just we are not really <laughs> knowing our presentation that well. So yeah, at that you can just uh, put it at everything. Just okay. uh, talk is cheap. It is actually uh, I, I, my conviction is on that topic. The talk is cheap, and everybody likes to talk and uh, see somebody else doing it. And uh, we are the people actually doing it right now. So uh, we bit the bullets and just put the money, and we are doing it. So this is the first note, and we are discussing if the antenna will go up or down because, well, we couldn't be sh make sure that our seams and uh, this uh, O-rings are solid. So we thought that maybe turning it down and taking the gravity into our advantage would be better. So I won. Yeah. So antennas are down. So and the evidence of uh, that this uh, node is hackish. We we are discussing this problem uh, during the installation. Yeah, right at the site. Just we didn't talk about it before. Just yeah. Next. Ah, uh, yeah. Mine. Yeah. Um, okay. It doesn't matter. The uh, you are seeing the uh, Istanbul Surveillance Center uh, on the left side. Um, it's uh, called MOBESE. Uh, it's I don't know. Yeah, it's an acronym. And um, the Turkey has a surveillance culture, actually. And um, politically, uh, it's uh, involving in uh, the technological spheres. Like uh, our internet is uh, monitored right now, and also uh, our streets are monitored. Um, like we have to provide uh, some code when uh, entering some place, kind of like that. And uh, the uh, empire of surveillance is uh, had begun uh, in the latest years. And uh, our network actually uh, is one of the most surveilled and censored uh, network in the world probably uh, after uh, China, uh, Russia, kind of like that, uh, Iran, but um, we are feeling it actually, because uh, in Turkey uh, now, like Wikipedia was uh, censored until uh, 
the last year, last year probably for two years, three years straight. For, yeah, yeah, for three years, and also um, YouTube, um, like uh, other uh, social media, Twitter was uh, banned sometimes. Uh, even GitHub uh, <laughs> has been uh, banned in Turkey for a while because. Uh, uh, the uh, Alper will introduce it uh, in details, but uh, our law uh, on internet uh, caused this issue. So uh, actually, this has a uh, how can I say a society societal problem also because well since these kind of uh, well uh, devices the surveillance devices control mechanisms actually in place, people who are living under them is actually. Uh, how can I say, absorbing the idea and they actually believing that uh, those kind of things actually either protect us or actually protecting right that moment and or going to be someday. So uh, culturally, it's become an obstacle uh, to do something, how can I say, liberating through that obstacle. So if you say somebody uh, that you can have a, a free Wi-Fi without an encryption, they would be uh, afraid of it. How, how can it be if somebody goes there and do something? And then, because, well, uh, that, that is a problem. And uh, the cause of the problem is a single law, actually. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, <laughs> how can I pronounce the Okay. Uh, uh, 5,651 is the uh, code uh, is responsible for all of it. 5651. Yeah, 5651. Okay, and the numbers. So uh, basically, it's uh, a law uh, to, uh, to prohibit and uh, punish uh, criminal acts uh, done or uh, just prepared uh, on the network itself or the internet. So it had a, a it had a kind of expected uh, background actually. It just uh, give the people uh, their ability to just remove uh, some content uh, from uh, internet, like search engines, like YouTube or social media services, so they can protect their own uh, pr uh, private uh, lives and their uh, images or their thoughts. So this is something positive, actually. This uh, allowed a lot of people to just remove uh, harmful, uh, hateful content about themselves uh, from the internet. But the, uh, the code actually uh, heavily uh, amended several times, and each time, uh, the how can I say the uh, the expectations and the uh, obstacles that law put in front of the people and the also uh, companies and everything just grew higher. So uh, right now is actually a, a lot of a lot of uh, websites uh, tweets uh, is actually banned. Uh, with uh, this law, and uh, there's little oversight, and uh, the, the uh, peace uh, judiciary actually a single judge actually deciding on them, and uh, there's not much uh, anything else to you, for you to uh, just object it. So uh, if a, a web page or any content is actually banned, it's banned forever. And uh, the worst part, actually, for us, for our project right now, is actually uh, the uh, ISPs, uh, internet service pro providers. And also people who share their uh, sub-networks, like your Wi-Fi, like uh, in your home, in your workplace, anywhere, has an obligation of, uh, well, uh, log uh, the IPs, uh, MAC addresses, and uh, the uh, IP addresses that 
those specific devices are getting connected for two years, uh, maximum one year minimum. And uh, you have to filter the uh, network uh, through some sort of uh, official list. We don't know what it is actually. It's, there's a software, you just buy that and install in your network. So it just filters out some search queries, perhaps some, net, uh, I don't know, something that deemed evil. And uh, which makes like, uh, it's quite a uh, bumpy road because well, if you don't want to uh, step on a mine uh, that this law actually puts on your uh, road, it's quite uh, tricky because well, uh, how you can manage it? Because well, just, if you have a router in your home, you are still responsible. That, that's, that's the hilarious thing about it. So uh, well, uh, the, the easiest way is actually uh, everybody's afraid about, uh, of their internet. Yeah. Well. So uh, this is the uh, outcome. So um, according to our friends in uh, Freedom of Expression Association of Turkey, uh, over thousands of uh, contents actually right now uh, missing from uh, internet of Turkey. So you cannot uh, reach those domain names, URLs, or uh, tweets if you are connecting uh, from Turkey. And actually, we don't know these numbers or uh, these uh, websites uh, in, from official uh, channel, actually. Uh, the association uh, always probing uh, millions of millions of URLs uh, constantly. And if they get a hit, they just add it to, to their list. So uh, what are those uh, domain names or URLs, actually? Well, uh, most of them, actually, uh, well, um, how can I say? Uh, people who lives in the fringes of the society. So they deemed somewhat, uh, if for any reason, um, how, how can I express it? Like a LGBTQ plus, uh, yeah, well just, you have, if you are not conforming with the uh, main ideas, uh, main thoughts and, uh, well, how can I say, official thoughts, uh, you might end up in that list. So there are a lot of news sites, a lot of associations, a lot of uh, well, blogs, uh, tweets, whatever you name it. So uh, nobody checks it. Uh, there is no way that you can just possibly or logically do. And so you end up uh, being banned. Uh, what was the uh, number of uh, Sandvika just came to? There's a uh, 63, I guess. Yeah, there's a news outlet called Sendika. It's their URL or domain name banned like 62 times. And they're, every time they ban, they're just getting a new uh, domain name with like a Sendika 1, Sendika 2, and now it's Sendika 62 right now. Yeah. Uh, and the domain registration fee is... <laughs> yeah, it's piling up. Yeah, yeah, piling up. And yeah. And uh, the Milok era, uh, we say uh, in uh, 2016, uh, Turkey uh, has faced a coup d'etat attempt uh, from military, and um, the government uh, it, it failed, by the way. And uh, after its failure, uh, the government uh, announced uh, the the coup d'etat attempts uh, as uh, terrorists and uh, a terrorist organization. And then uh, th there is an IP hunt, actually. <laughs> this is uh, the right definition, probably. And then 
they discovered that uh, the uh, FETA, the uh, organization uh, about this uh, attempt, uh, are using a unique uh, encryption, uh, encrypted message application called Bylock. And uh, from that time, uh, after that time, uh, anyone who uh, is using uh, this application by lock uh, would be a terrorist. And then uh, they discovered people uh, from their IP logs, like uh, you have an internet connection in your home and uh, depending on the uh, 5651 law, uh, they just uh, check your IP's uh, connection logs, and then uh, if there is a connection to Bylock servers, uh, you are a terrorist now, and uh, you will end up in prison. Uh, so many people, uh, like thousands of people, uh, got arrested uh, for this, just an IP log that uh, the, there is a connection uh, to buy log servers from their assigned IP address. And uh, after a while, it's discovered that uh, some people just cracked their uh, wireless networks and used that, kind of like that. And um, this, uh, this, is a, um, this caused a fear in uh, our communities because like, you did nothing uh, but uh, using an uh, like messaging application uh, then you're uh, you're a terrorist now so uh, we we just thought that what if they uh, do the same thing to uh, signal i guess or telegram uh, then if they say everybody uh, who are using telegram or uh, signal is terrorist now so <laughs> we, we will be terrorists and um, this uh, after that um, also uh, the pro-government um, side said uh, if we can uh, detect terrorists and eliminate them we, we have to uh, surveil all the networks <laughs> so because it's easy and then uh, so many people uh, start to accept the surveillance and uh, because if they reject, uh, they would be blamed as uh, terrorists or criminals. So uh, as a proof of innocence, uh, they said, yeah, okay, you, you can uh, surveil me and uh, look everything. Uh, I'm innocent, kind of like that. This, this is something that just uh, reinforced the previous uh, well, fear, actually, in society. So before now, like even though there's the law, uh, people were uh, sharing their Wi-Fi connections, uh, the, the neighbors just sharing their internet and everything. But uh, from that time on, uh, anything that is registered in your name, which is uh, obligatory because, well, you cannot have a cell phone, internet connection, anything actually uh, connected without showing and registering a, a national ID. So uh, anything that is on your name is actually uh, becoming a, a threat to you. So if your neighbor comes, if your friends comes, you don't know what happens. And if anything gets pinged from your network, you are the first people who is going to ask uh, 
uh, what it is. So uh, that became a fear. So. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so don't think that this is this is a local problem because while we are while we are just generating or just like making this uh, presentation, we thought that we shouldn't be alone this uh, on this topic, and we thought that we are not. So uh, this is not a problem in a faraway country with a funny name. It is a, a, a prevalent, uh, quite dominant problem around the globe because well, the end game of surveillance is actually uh, something desired by everybody around the world who has uh, power and who wants to keep it. So uh, in the United States, uh, the, the net neutrality is about to end and uh, probably uh, you know uh, what happens if your data comes into hands of corporate uh, network databases. So it's going to get sold. And uh, <clears throat> NSA and uh, well, China, Russia, uh, Iran, North Korea, and uh, those are not uh, countries in a different planet. They are just quite uh, heavy-handedly shaping the uh, political sphere of the world. And they are uh, thinking about these nationalistic intranet ideas that they uh, reign their networks and they have the right to, well, um, regulate whatever on it. So they claim to uh, claim to have a say in people's communication. So this is not something far away from uh, anywhere in the world. And uh, while uh, we are not talking about uh, just we are not talking about countries only, but uh, the corporations are actually quite a big culprit in this scheme. And uh, if we are using still Gmail or <laughs> still using uh, that uh, uh, that's uh, well just a green app quite uh, known, you are still part of this problem because, well, uh, you are getting surveilled and being surveilled is always against your will to express yourself. So uh, I think that uh, this is a dominant idea and dominant problem just uh, coming out of different shapes uh, and different colors in the different parts of the world. So. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a special thanks. Uh, we we uh, use the time uh, roughly, so uh, I have to be quick, I guess. Like uh, the early internet technologies, uh, democratic institutions, uh, human and social connections, especially uh, any kind of uh, communication were uh, decentralized in the early days and. Uh, we uh, didn't want it uh, to keep, uh, not we, uh, I mean uh, humanity, because um, the uh, capitalist corporations uh, want to uh, be a monopoly and uh, they want to be uh, centralized, but we know uh, it was decentralized and uh, it can be, so... Um, we, we want to thank to them uh, that the people in the early days who can uh, like show us how uh, things can be decentralized. Uh, so the next one, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can skip this early FAQ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can, we we talked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we talked a lot. Just skip yeah. it. So, 
why is a problem, dominant problem? Because, well, we talk about a lot of fear, a lot of danger and everything. And uh, we get to ask a lot why we are trying to do this. And, well, the simple answer is actually why not? Because, well, uh, th th there's a, a threshold somewhere in the history that we uh, talking each other became a problem or became something that we need to uh, fear somehow. Because, well, th there's nothing natural than just me talking to you right now or just my friend over here, and uh, there is nothing reigning over there except us. We have the authority and autonomy to do that. And uh, this should be also uh, just uh, extending to our networks, our computers and everything, but it is not. So we are trying to build this uh, network actually to uh, enable people to get that, uh, well, that expectancy of uh, freedom again, because well, if you are uh, getting uh, control of your infrastructure, nobody's going to have a say in that infrastructure. And so people can join easily and just get around talking with people. So that, that is what, I, what we are trying to do, just uh, getting the information from the uh, power uh, back to the people. And uh, we are against the weaponization of information flow all around. So that is the why. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's my part, right? Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> well, yes and no, because, well, uh, it's my original saying, and uh, the entropy in Turkey's law system hits uh, maximum uh, entropy, and now just uh, the input of legal system doesn't uh, relate to output, so you can just uh, use the same arguments uh, over and over again, and you will get uh, totally different uh, outcomes, uh, resolutions uh, from that. So uh, reading the law helps, but it doesn't guarantee that you will end up with a solution. And so we are actually probing it. So um, no, actually, if you're talking about strict legal. So we come up with some legal shenanigans. So, <laughs> so we are going to open our hands now. So well, uh, the law says if you, you are obligated to just log your connections, that, that's it. And well, probably 99% of people in Turkey doesn't have capabilities or finances to just have that uh, well, hardware, software and capabilities. So uh, the law says if you are not charging for your connection, like if you're a cafe and or your uh, home network, uh, if you're not charging the people who are connecting your network, uh, you're still obligated to just do everything the law says, but uh, it doesn't uh, come up with a, a punishment for it. So in legal terms or uh, legal, uh, well, how can I say just like in a, in a school of uh, criminal justice, if there is no punishment, there is no crime. So uh, normally we don't charge anybody because, well, this is a free network as in freedom and also as in beer. So uh, the Second thing is actually the law is about the internet. So uh, if we keep our network offline uh, officially or practically, uh, it is not related to that law. So you cannot simply say that, oh, this is internet because you are connecting to it and there is a web page over there. This, this, this is not logical. So internet is something that is interconnected. So if you don't connect it to internet, well, law free. And um, Okay, well, just, okay, the network can be local, but also the services. So we can just host anything on that network. So we can just create a whole 
services around that local network and it won't be net, uh, social media as they know it and it won't be kind of chatting application or communication application as they know it because well there is no internet so well what then and well the, the final question is uh, what is the internet anyway because well uh, the law everything every description in the uh, codification says that the internet is something that uh, networking and everything but it is not related to intranets and it is not related to something that is not uh, interconnected to com uh, other places. So if you are not using ISPs or their network, actually we are not on internet. Even if we do use them, if we just VPN to uh, one point to the other, we are still not using internet. But problem? <laughs> ah, okay, so still my part. So, uh, the problem is actually quite solid. We know it for 10 years now, 10 or 15 years right now since the codification came. This law is a short, uh, short term uh, aims and they're short sighted. So it has a lot of, well, uh, loops holes inside. And uh, the, the unfortunate part is we don't know if we are just, uh, we have a loophole uh, with our system actually. So we are creating, creating the loop first to see if there's a hole in it. And uh, we will see it in probably in recent future that if there's a hole inside or not. And uh, that's the thing that we are trying. And uh, the high court decisions are on our side and every legal aspect uh, says that we are doing nothing wrong, but uh, we will see because as you know, it once you roll the dice, you don't know what's coming, so. So, yeah. And the project uh, is named Freifunk Istanbul. Uh, Freifunk uh, means a free radio in German, uh, the literal translation. Um, our main goal is um, building a mesh network, uh, as we said, uh, in uh, Kadıköy uh, town. It's in Anatolian side of Istanbul. Um, but uh, we decided to have super nodes, uh, not like uh, the, the the examples uh, in uh, Germany, because uh, in Germany uh, people have like uh, ten thousand nodes uh, in a town or in a uh, in a place, and then uh, we don't have that resource. Uh, as in human and uh, as in uh, financial. So uh, we decided to set some super nodes on the roof, on some roofs, and then connect them uh, between. Uh, and the, this layer uh, will uh, connect uh, like huge areas in uh, kilometers. And then um, we set up uh, a lower layer that will serve to the streets like access points and um, this uh, requires um, yeah some uh, something like high rooftops because uh, especially Istanbul uh, is a huge city and uh, so many buildings around here so like if you set up a super node on a roof it's probably uh, do not uh, have a range more than like a hundred meters probably uh, and uh, of course we have secure access power and network because uh, we, we want to give internet connection on uh, our Freifunk network 
So uh, the super nodes uh, probably uh, need to uh, give internet access, and then uh, we need to uh, have power to uh, to run these nodes, uh, and these are the requirements. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. What have we done uh, for now? Uh, not much, actually. Uh, we have a couple of friends. <laughs> One of them is Alpha, and uh, we that who has roof access from uh, their homes, and we just uh, go there and hello, can we uh, go to roof? Kind of like that, and then uh, we we get some uh, devices uh, like TP-Link routers that are capable with Libre firmware like LibreCMC on open or OpenVRT uh, to run the uh, Freifunk firmware that we forked, we have forked from Freifunk UMS uh, firmware and we packed them and uh, yeah, lots of manual labor we we spend on that. Uh, you, you will see the pictures uh, on the next slides, I guess. And uh, we uh, just saw that uh, it's working right now, for now. And our aim is um, the, we want to build uh, this network on this area. This is Kadıköy, uh, and our node is around here, one of them, and one of them uh, is here right now. We want to uh, cover this area. Oh, this is our goal right now. And um, we want to serve some services um, and the internet connection on uh, this network to people uh, from a mesh network. And we want to um, message text to uh, our friends without using an internet on Briar, probably. And we want to have LAN parties like Open Arena. <laughs> we, we want to play Open Arena on that. Um, and this is uh, our aim in the short term. Yeah, um, we have some precautions. Um, we, the, G, the German fellows, uh, the Freifunk, um, Freifunk uh, all Freifunks uh, actually in Germany, uh, are using VPN. Uh, for uh, outgoing internet connections uh, as a legal barrier. So uh, every uh, internet traffic on uh, the Freifunk network uh, is routed to a VPN uh, abroad. So the government uh, cannot, in, uh, theoretically, cannot track the traffic. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a problem for us in Turkey because if we set up a VPN uh, for uh, if we set up a VPN for the uh, Freifunk network or Freifunk network, um, it will be exposed uh, the uh, VPN um, servers. So if anyone connects to these, uh, probably it's, yeah yeah they they will know that there is a node of Freifunk. So we want to route it on Tor. Yeah, yeah, our next goal is to route it on Tor. Yeah. Let's pass it. Yeah, yeah I'm passing. We, we are running out of time. So uh, actually, uh, one of our ex uh, 
one one of the things that we like to do is actually uh, to run these nodes on solar power. So uh, in Istanbul is a quite uh, earthquake uh, prone city, and we like to have this network working in order like seventy two hours if something happens to the power and the line. So it's one of our just like uh, next goals. So yeah. So we have some obstacles actually. The, the, one of the problems actually, uh, the area that we said is actually the demographics are quite uh, young. So that means that uh, law, uh, uh, property ownership, and that means a lot of people to ask permission to install anything on the building. And well, they started to live with that internet era, the, uh, the restricted internet era. So they expect it to be normal. So if something against it will happen, they just question it. So there will be a, a friction between people at that stage. And uh, Istanbul is huge and uh, we don't expect to get any municipal help uh, to just install anything. And if you try to cover whole Istanbul, probably we'll need like millions of millions of routers, which I don't think that's anything on earth can just cover that. So, and uh, the Wi-Fi interference is quite high because since Istanbul's densely packed and everybody using like uh, off-brand, uh, out of the band, high powered, Wi-Fi routers sometimes, and you get a lot of interference. You can see the packets getting dropped, even though the, the station and the uh, router is closed. So we try to get over it, but I don't think any uh, Libre firmware capable device with 5 gigahertz. So, and uh, we definitely don't know how to cross the phosphorus, actually. I, we don't have any wireless technology to do that. And I'm pretty sure that we cannot lay a fiber optic cable uh, in a gorilla style. Uh, under the Bosphorus. So uh, at that point, we are going to think something else. So, yeah. so uh, the cost is actually a, a quite huge problem because, well, uh, the spiraling down economy of Turkey didn't help much. And uh, even a cable, as simple as cable, became a problem. So we were thinking about buying a cable to make a, a really long installation. And we realized that uh, CAT's uh, 6A cables are quite expensive and they're quite required to run uh, uh, power over Ethernet on them. So it's a problem. And even though secondhand uh, devices are getting expensive, normally they would be given away like 10 years ago, everybody would throw them on the trash or just give it away. Now they're on sale and it's just driving the market price for even 10 year old devices quite high. So uh, we are actually uh, lacking on that front. It, uh, so, please. Yeah. And even if you have the uh, finances, and the worst part is actually you cannot actually find the routers. Because, well, Turkey is still living in the ADSL, uh, DSL age, and there are a lot of uh, modem slash uh, router devices that nobody has support on. And routers are quite rare, especially the ones that are supporting our firmware, which doesn't require any uh, proprietary uh, drivers. So we are scrolling every day through secondhand websites to find one of these, either <laughs> either one of these uh, puppies or uh, the one that's over here. So uh, it's a challenge, even if you have the money, you just, you just cannot go into a store and buy capable routers for this purpose. So, yeah. And then this is the idea. Where is OP? OP was on the first slide. Really? Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. 
I was trying to, uh, okay, forget Yeah, by the way, this is OP uh, in the memory of opportunity. The, uh, yeah, the sad little robot that we lost on Mars like a year ago, and we are still still sad about it. And we, we like to name one of them, and my note actually is OP and just living happily after. And if you ever come to Istanbul, just check him out. He's lonely right now. <laughs> so no, nobody gets connected to him yeah, right yeah. now. Okay. So, and now for the questions. Yeah, I think probably so. if we have time. If we have any time and questions, we're up to you. Hello? Okay, okay. yes, we surely have some questions. questions. Okay, yeah. Okay, uh, am I echoing? Not really. Okay, I guess. Okay, the first question is, uh, about the blocking software from GNU2. Uh, they asked like, are there any more specific details from about the uh, blocking software that's being used by the government? Uh, just like the Red Star OS in the North Korea and its infrastructure that the government uses for surveillance. Dennis Chalukla, I guess, GNU2. Uh, hello, Dennis. Um, no, the software is, um, required to be installed in the places that uh, gives public internet access like uh, cafes or internet cafes or uh, kind of like that um, it, there is some software developers for doing it it's not like the north koreas or uh, the venezuelas i guess and um, i i think i'm not sure but uh, the btk the uh, communications administration of turkey uh, is uh, have a list and then uh, send this list to the blocking software developers, the providers, and then they uh, update the list. Um, it's it's more liberal. It's not like the. Um, it's not that heavy ended. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. The next question we have is from from Peru. Uh, they ask, are there any political efforts to roll back the state of surveillance, example from the HDP and other opposition parties? Yeah, well, uh, not much really. Because, well, uh, if you think about the terminal going on, uh, this is a secondary or maybe, well, maybe down on the list because, well, uh, there, are, there are a lot of problems right now. And right now, just at that moment, just like, probably 200 meters away, uh, and probably hundreds of women actually protesting right now and uh, because their lives on the stake. And uh, the internet freedom or network freedom or communication freedom is actually low on the list. But, well, we think that it's a major thing because, well, you cannot have freedom without a free software, without free network, without freedom in general. So, well, they don't do much. They do say something sometimes, but they are on the, well, uh, how can I say, the, the mainstream side. Because if Twitter gets blocked one day, they are going to just say, oh, you cannot uh, block the Twitter, but they are not going to name or just any other problem with the centralized systems like Twitter, YouTube, or WhatsApp. And they're not going to say it because well, they have that mainstream idea of uh, censorship. Mm -hmm. So, no. Okay, then I just posted a suggestion from GNU2 about automating the image deployment there in the public chat with you. You might want to see it. Okay. And the next question uh, we have from Mikalai8. Do you have IP 
and some meshing DNS inside the local net on top of the mesh. Can you say it again, please? Yeah, well, let me check. Uh, do you have IP and some DNS, like uh, any DNS servers running inside of the mesh? Uh, not now, actually, but um, we are planning uh, to do that. The Freifunk is uh, addressing IP version 6 addresses to uh, the clients, and uh, there is no DNS uh, system on that right now. But uh, we are investigating uh, on how we can do it because uh, uh, in in this mesh network it can be complicated uh, sometimes to um, update the uh, DNS uh, the host lists uh, and now we are investigating on it. We we are not doing some um, some effort on that until now. Uh, okay, the next question is from Peru again. They ask, add Nauseam as a browser extension that constantly makes random background searches on Google, Bing, etc. in order to poison ad data collection. Uh, would the same approach have been any use in combating the bylog style crackdowns? Well, people use a lot of countermeasures uh, locally, and uh, this uh, stretches from using uh, random commercial VPNs to Tor or just not using internet at all for just something major. So, well, uh, a lot of uh, browser settings like uh, Brave and Tor browser, mm -hmm. uh, IPFS, uh, they have a native browser. There are a lot of uh, technologies actually utilized by people randomly uh, against surveillance. Uh, that's a commonplace, okay. especially when social media down. If, if, if Twitter gets blocked tomorrow, uh, you will see a surging uh, VPN connections from Turkish networks to Europe. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the next question we have is from Quilirio, uh, and we ask: Are there visible light communication devices on your network? I wish, really. Just I, I'm, I'm really into this, uh, you know, unique, uh, exotic networking equipment with like a, a laser, uh, lasers, microwaves, anything that emits any kind of EF radiation. I'm into it. But uh, Istanbul is quite foggy, and the uh, humidity is quite high. And there are a lot of seagulls and pigeons running around. I don't think that uh, a laser communication device between nodes would be logical. But right now we have two nodes running and they're a little bit apart from each other. And I think we may try to link them with an external device uh, aiming a laser because they have a line of sight and radio waves doesn't help that much in this interference. But if you know anything that we can use cheaply and easily deploy in an outdoor setting, we would like to hear it. Okay, next, uh, again, a question, and they're not sure. It's from Mikalite8 again. They're not sure if it's a question or a comment. And they suggest when, you, when you're disconnected, some approach to DNS naming location is needed to find the local services. So how is that handled? Yep. 
normally Freifunk uh, uses this with uh, use of a VPN server. So every node is actually uh, connected to a central uh, server and it just handles the DNS and everything. And we cannot just accept that because it will be a central point of failure uh, in our setting. So uh, we will try to find something, but we are in an experimental stage on it. And uh, we have some ideas, but probably it will take too long to discuss them right now. So uh, we will be on the chat, so we can just uh, go further into that. Okay, and the last question uh, is from Elusive. They ask, is there anything in particular we can do to help from afar? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, actually, I can explain. We uh, we are very lack of hardware, um, so uh, you you can uh, send us hardware uh, like the. Uh, if you're not using one of these, please send us. Yeah, yeah, routers or uh, probably any kind of networking equipment that we can use on a, a outdoor mesh network. And also, uh, you can donate to uh, Özgür Yazılım Derneği, uh, our association in Turkey. We are doing this uh, under this um, uh, association uh, as a project. Uh, the uh, website is uh, oyd.org.tr, like uh, in my email address. I'm uh, drawing it. Um, you, you can donate the money and uh, the network equipment is better. Yeah, yeah, it's better. If you, if you know anybody in Istanbul and have access to rooftop, please just let them know that we are doing this because well, we can't find anything except the rooftop, really. Just like, you know, if you, if you know anybody, we will be just like, you know, glad forever. Just, you know. yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, we are done. We are done. If yeah, no yeah. If, if there is uh, if there is questions more, uh, you may mail uh, email send email to us. Uh, um, we are please sharing. please encrypt them, and we will be in the IRC <laughs> chat now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, yeah, we yeah. Are, thank you very much for listening. Really, it was a great time to be there.